Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Johnny. Hello. What's up, John? I am uh, kind of bloated from too much food and water sports. You got some of that lake bloat? Lake bloke, absolutely. What you do? What you been doing, and where are you? Uh, now I'm near Chattanooga, but I've been on the Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia border, just flopping around on my dad's pontoon boat like a big fat piece of something or another. How did anybody give you uh, any guff for which uh, bathrooms you chose to use? No, I don't. I think I mostly just used the lake itself. <laughs> what's the, prefer- what's the my- preferred route? Plus, my dad has a feud with the local sheriff, so nobody messes with him anyways. That's uh, it's not surprising. That's, a, that's the best way to stay out of trouble. I feel like you're a, you're a chip of the old... Be related to the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you're a little bit of a chip of the old, off the old block, so uh, finding out ever he has so, some... Ever so slightly. Yeah, uh, authority issues, not surprising. <laughs> well, but uh, it's certainly been a whirlwind of basketball... Like I, I, my my entire family was mad at me for checking my phone so often, but kind of had no choice. Yeah, while we, uh, while my wife and I eat dinner, you know, like we normally have, we have a no phones at the table, you know, rule. But mm-hmm. I keep, I keep like peeking down at my lap, and and so Abby will say kind of sarcastically, like, real big trade happening, and I kept being like, yes, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> I was like. Like things have happened. Like things keep happening. It's so exciting. Well, uh, I guess before we go any f- further, even though this is a, a little weird uh, half episode, uh, did you have breakfast today? I feel like we should cover it. Are you did in a I car? Ever, had, what's ha- what's happening right now? Yeah, I just started my car. I don't like to go into coffee shops, so I'm sitting outside of the coffee shop stealing its Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, that's that is a pro move. <clears throat> I did go in buy a liter of cola. Uh, and then ask, hey, what's your Wi-Fi password? And then take the drink straight out. <laughs> that seems fair. So I'm giving them some patronage. Yeah. What was what was I the soda of what was the soda of choice? Oh, good old fashioned Mexican Coke, refresco. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you, do you have breakfast while you're on this this little vacation? My mother, who can't cook at all, made breakfast for me. So it was a big time throwback. This is what my mother always made. Ready? Eggs. Um. Over hard <laughs> although they were probably intended to at some point be over easy but definitely over hard uh turkey bacon which is why i'm filled with rage my entire life i've been eating turkey substitute pro- products forever and then a piece of white bread or excuse me wheat bread with uh cheese melted on it <clears throat> that is not inspiring it's not terrible i mean all you all you need is some hot sauce and that breakfast is awesome oh. I've been I've been pouring sundry hot sauces on my food since oh five years old. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's not bad. I had a uh, I had a non breakfast. It's actually good. We're doing this remotely, not in the baby dungeon. I mm-hmm. had I had some Thai food 
from uh, from from Nashville established the Smiling Elephant. Bro- yeah. br- brought it into the basement. It's like it's still here. Like the smell yeah. is it's everywhere. It's that post. I used to love that place so much, and like the last ten times I've been there, it's been borderline inedible. How can that's like a Dwight Howard fall from grace? <laughs> <laughs> Went it, from like the best place on the street to like it ruins your entire day. Yeah, I have Dwight Howard fart smell. I have I have no palate, as our listeners know. Right. But the, the 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 combination of spices is pleasant. But yes, it's a Dwight Howard fart factory for the entire day afterwards of just the smell of the food, just ca- carrying the food into your home. You would have liked so it. What did actually. you have? What did you have, Keith? That's what I'm saying. I had, I had that. Specifically, uh, oh, 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 let's, uh, have, let's have what I've had a, pa- a pad, pad key mal with oh, uh, pork. Yeah. It was good. I mean, again, no complaints. That sounds a lot more appetizing than cheese toast. <laughs> but not as, uh, not as cost effective. Chuck, what did you have? Oh, Chuck's not here. oh chuck he's with us in spirit i've placed you know i'll go ahead and tell you what chuck had for breakfast a big old piece of (laughs) (laughs) i will chuck uh with the very last second i cannot podcast right now waiting to the last possible moment to where i couldn't schedule a guest but that's the killing stroke uh yeah and uh i assume this is like the time he had to work all day and was just getting a tattoo like i assume he is not (laughs) we're gonna check his whole body now that i know where he works (laughs) i am tempted to go like it's not a food truck where he could be anywhere like like now that he's stationary can you drive there while we're podcasting and maybe we we can get him for the last like five minutes. Oh man, maybe that'll be a, that'll be a, a Patreon only periscope. We'll, yeah, that'd we'll, be amazing. That's like a, 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 a uh, that's like a scavenger hunt podcast. Yeah, that's like to catch a predator. With uh, what, what's probably a... happen is another one of these like horrible New York City stoop kids he hires uh, to run the food truck probably just quit at the last second on him. That's true. I remember. I but... always hate it when I'm traveling and my podcast schedule makes it chaotic for everyone else and then it just just explodes in our face turns to ashes in our mouths yeah i think the last time we podcasted together like right before the podcast chuck like one of his employees called him and the guy was like closing up and chuck was like but did you uh did you clean out the oven or the i don't know what it was did you clean the grease out and he's like oh Oh, these kids (laughs) they look like little like it's like chuck is the t1000 of fat tattooed worthless no good do nothing ne'er do wells and then they're like the little giblets that that like come off of his body and form like a smaller t1000 <laughs> i mean that's I literally the only difference is that they'll be a little smaller than chuck hey, they're just the babushkas <laughs> yeah it is yeah they're nesting they're dolls. the so they're chuck, the calathus to his dolls. kufus there's one guy who is really awesome and uh always has like a, a level of cocaine that we call kid rock cocaine <laughs> but that guy can't work all the time <laughs> I think he's. I think he's gunning for Chuck's job. <laughs> he just wants to take it over. He's gonna steal Chuck's entire livelihood. <laughs> you come at the come at the king. You best not miss. Uh, so during this week of post NBA, the last trade, it has been the best week of the NBA season. I think. I mean, maybe I just can't remember back when it was exciting to have basketball every night. But there I'm have putting been, some deep thought into this, and I'm struggling to find. There have been rebuttal. exhilarating Woj bombs <laughs> dropping, and you don't even know when they're going to come. Like the the Chris Paul trade was at like 9 a.m. or something, 
And I just kept checking my phone, like, is this real? Like, I, I couldn't believe it was real. When did the, you? Um, when did you hear the, the Chris circumstances Paul news? under which they acquired him is pretty staggering. Just bizarre. <clears throat> it makes you I, when you read about it and you find out that it really was like a, I want to go to Houston and Houston alone scenario. It makes it make a little more sense. But um, until until I found out that I was just like, so why didn't every why wasn't every other team in on this? You know. Well, and it was also weird. Where like. Uh, Lou Williams tweeted that it had been a, it had been in the work for weeks, so yeah. like it wasn't it wasn't shocking to him. And then right. and, th- and that was like a weird opening up of how the Woj bombs shock all of Twitter. But maybe these NBA players know this stuff that's going on. But oh, uh, you know it's a cabal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, well, my favorite joke on our Slack, our Patreon only Slack chat was somebody says, and I'm sure he didn't hope Lou Williams didn't sell his house. (laughs) (laughs) He did. He also about Lou Williams coming back. That's where he belongs. Yeah. Although Lou Williams also, he was tweeting about me earlier today. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, What's that? He called. He called out nerds covering basketball, and oh. then and then people were giving him a hard time. And he said, "Quote: I could have used a better word, but my tweet was aimed at the homemade podcast and basement bloggers who got the most to say." Damn, uh, those words cut deep, Lou. Jesus Christ! He came at us hard. So, somebody call Keith's mama. I will that say is bad. Another one of the off-season things that's been incredible for the last week, NBA. Twitter, as in the actual NBA players on Twitter, have gone unfiltered. They're just tweeting everything. CJ McCollum has narrated the whole offseason. Like CJ been- McCollum, despite looking like Scooby-Doo, is a fascinating Twitter persona. I agree. Every tweet is better than the last. Yeah, I mean, he, he made big news with the... Uh, the call out to Chandler Parsons. Yeah. I didn't think he could top Chandler. Yeah. The, he, we he won the lottery, but not by not signing you, but still he's just, he, he's, he's been on fire all week. Just, just commenting on things, talking about how Avery Bradley should have made first team all defense. And uh, when finally one of these bloggers, it's hard to, make, it's hard to get first team all defense, right? When they're uh, writers given like Isaiah Thomas, all defensive team votes. Oh, you so. you can't make it up. The guy who voted for Isaiah Thomas and Lamarcus Aldridge on a, although Lamarcus Aldridge had a good defensive rating and whatnot, but yeah. the guy who voted for him works for an Argentinian magazine called Olay. <laughs> so I mean, that's yeah, it's, uh, truth always better than fiction. What do you think though? Going back to the Chris Paul trade, I feel like through our text exchanges, we're on the same side of this where we think despite the oh. fact that it seems like maybe their styles won't mesh, maybe we think, or you think it's going to work. I've, I've never understood the notion where, okay, let's add one of the best players in the world, but somehow this, the, the stylistic clash will be so great that they will somehow be worse. I right. just don't understand that. Especially from like two ball handlers. That's just not, that's not how basketball works. Adding more ball handlers is never an issue. I don't think. Yeah, so I, th- I think they're. I think they'll just be <clears throat> at least as good. You know, I mean, I, I think losing Pat Beverly is, you know, that that's something that they lose. But Chris Paul's one of the best defensive guards in the league as well. I mean, it's just kind of a silly notion. 
Well, that yeah, like you're not losing defense. I mean, Chris Paul's better than Patrick Beverly at defense, even though yeah. you know, even though Pat Beverly respect was first team all defense. But I I agree. These aren't guys where you're like these are solo ISO scorers and they won't work well together. Like we don't want Demar Derozan and Carmelo Anthony playing on the same Brian team. Brian Anderson is going to average forty points a game now. They are going to have the most <laughs> wide open looks yeah. ever, and I don't know yeah. if they are going to eventually try to move Ryan Anderson. You know, to to try and get Paul George for a year, or maybe carve out room, sign and trade for Paul Millsap. But yeah, and I both think of those guys are even better catch and shoot players than off the dribbles. You know, shooters, not players, but shooters. So, I mean, I, I just think it's there's gonna it's gonna be fun to watch. I mean, the Rockets already went from one of my least favorite teams to watch to you know pretty fun to watch last year. I, I can't even imagine what they're gonna be like next year. And I mean, I really am going to hate them. They've also really, gone really, from really. my least favorite team to extreme least favorite team. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if the Clippers lose Blake Griffin, they're suddenly lovable. Like, right. like, like the Clippers are on the precipice of being lovable, especially with Balmer in charge. Uh, Can we pivot there briefly? Oh, sure. Let's go to the Clippers. Yeah. Cause I don't understand unless Balmer really already has this figured out and they're going to build around Blake, like that. So Blake Griffin is staying right. That has to be happening. No, that's very much not in in. Oh my god! Certain. I would I would wager he is not staying. So is he going to bottom out this team? Let them lose lots and lots of games for a while and move them to Seattle? It's a possibility, but no. I mean, he, I, I think he's pretty far into the process of securing I've read the, nothing, the, the I've land. Read nothing about that, by the way. So that no, no, may no. be a really turkeyed out conspiracy theory. Well, that's that's something people are always going to cite with the Seattle connection. Right. But he, I believe he's already made pretty far headway into the new Clippers home, like where it's uh-huh. going to be in the new arena. But this is a pretty big blow to <coughs> one, the value of his franchise. I think like oh, the, yeah. the, the actual financial value of the franchise. He just bought it for what? $2 billion. Yeah. yeah $2 billion. Jesus. I, I have actually been thinking about all the poor Clippers fans. Chris Paul's the oh, I favorite. Think, I think Billy Crystal and half of Bill Simmons' ass will be okay. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well said. I just think about all those. Los Angeles is such a big market, and you know with the Lakers being a, a tire fire the last few years, Chris Paul is probably a, the favorite player of just tons of people. Like That's a big name moving. And, and even going to like a sort of rival, it's just wild oh, to it, me. If when Griffin goes to the Heat, I mean – Who's who's who is the who is the favored Clippers fan? Because we know it ain't Austin Rivers. I think, man. I think Blake Bla- <clears throat> Jamal Crawford. <laughs> the Blake Griffin lottery is a Hunger Games level lottery in my book. <laughs> That's a poison pill, baby. I would rather have five years of Chris Paul than five years of Blake Griffin. I, I'm terrified of what, of what Blake Griffin is, is going to become. But no, and, I think. And, and this is not to say Blake Griffin isn't still a really good player. He's just the 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 cracks are showing. <clears throat> He's not. Ex- it was great that he had an outside shot, but that's not what you have him for. Right. And now that seems to be what, what he's into. I mean, he's still, a re- he's really, he really is a good playmaker and yeah. he really is still a good player, but he's no longer like wreck the rim, take over a game. Like when Chris Paul went down, it looked like Blake Griffin was an MVP level player. That guy's not walking through the door. Right. That, that two or three year ago <laughs> guy yeah. is, is definitely not happened. What do you think about uh, the, I guess the biggest trade, the big old, the draft night trade, which we hadn't talked about, or just we haven't talked about any of draft night. Jimmy Butler going to the Timberwolves. Just stunning, stunning news. Really bad trade. 
Um, but strangely, like I, I still don't think the Timberwolves will be like a contender at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, it's just like such an easy move to make, but I, I kind of can't make fun of, I mean, the bulls did get swindled. I feel. Incredible. But, I mean, I, I think there's, there's no understating how atrocious of a trade Garpax, it is. I mean, Garpax, we've, we've made so much fun of Phil Jackson and other, you know, GMs over the years, but Garpax really has probably not gotten enough of our ire. Oh it's uh, yeah, the least it's the least well-run organization. They they I mean the tra- the trade they did the Taj Gibson, Doug McDermott, <clears throat> a oh. second and a second rounder for campaign. Yeah. And then and then campaign ended up on the, on the in the D League, the got, Iowa Energy or something. They got yeah. campaign and Jerry and Grant and Isaiah Cannon and Rajon yeah. Rondo and now Chris Dunn's their point guard of the future. Yeah, Chris Dunn mess. doesn't look very good. And I'm also I'm also pretty down on Zach Levine. I mean he he was oh, yeah. I mean the, he all, was the a only, guy. The joke we've made all year is when Zach Levine goes down, that team is good. Right, and even though he did look like he was kind of a most improved candidate for not being such a huge negative on the court, but yeah, the, the Bulls doing that, and obviously the thing that everyone has latched on to. Hey, hey, Keith, what's Zach Levine known for? Dunking. Guess what he just tore. Yeah, ACL. And he's not back yet either. No, well, I mean you gotta you gotta give him time. Yeah. Speaking of ACLs, uh, I don't know if you were watching the big three on Monday night on Fox Sports One. White chocolate. White chocolate down for six to eight months. Yeah. That's devastating. Yeah. That, I kind of, that, that actually kind of emotionally took me out of the whole thing. I got to say, uh, big I did trick some friends into betting on a game that had already transpired. Oh, that's, that's, which, ex- that's expertly done. <clears throat> I felt good about that. Based on the feedback I was seeing on Twitter during the event live on Sunday, I thought the big three was going to be kind of a disappointment. I know mm-hmm. Allen Iverson was booed and apparently the game that Allen Iverson only played a few minutes in was atrocious. Like no one could hit a shot. So I wasn't expecting much, but then what it sounds like basketball, but yeah, yeah. But then whatever <laughs> they, what they aired on Monday night was incredible. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was blown away. One, how hard the guys were playing and it felt like good bat. Like, I don't know. I'm was, ready for I'm ready for the Grizzlies to sign some of those guys. <laughs> Who you got? Bring them on. I feel like Deshaun <laughs> Stevenson still has some Stop. life. Still yeah, got why? some life Come in on. him. He's still stroking. Uh, Mucci, Put him on the Grizzlies. Stretch Mo- the floor. <laughs> Mucci Norris, though, I think oh. he, his his best days, uh, his best days are definitely behind him. Uh, going back, going back to Jimmy Butler, I do think the weird the weird fit of Wiggins and Butler is not awesome. I, I would be really curious if they could maybe make another huge splash and move. Andrew Wiggins, but well, but who knows? Yeah, here's a, here's an, I'll get a little more, I'll get a little more turkey fried for you. There is no way that Tibbs can enjoy coaching Andrew Wiggins, and he just brought in his favorite player who kind of plays his position. Yeah, that doesn't fit. That something stinks. I'm ready. Andrew for- Wiggins is like everything Tibbs probably because Andrew Wiggins sucks at defense. I'm ready for the <clears throat> send it. Let's let's run the trade back. Wiggins for Kevin Love. Triumph, sure. Triumphant return to Minnesota for Kevin Love. Wiggins returns to the franchise, which drafted him number one overall. Let's call it in. I'm, I, I, I mean, I think that would be, I, I actually, I would rather have Kevin Love. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, that would be, that would make oh. the Cavs worse. 
Yeah, I don't, well, I don't, I think, I don't so. think there's any question that okay. that, that, that would definitely make the Cavs worse. Well, I, I get in so many arguments with people, and they're like, "Well, don't don't you think the uh, Cavs are regretting that trade?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at all. They won a title. Kevin Love, while he's not playing to like his full potential, has played well for the Cavs. Uh, I'm not I'm not on this team like Caleb sucks at everything. Suddenly, I think he's a pretty good team defender in their system right now. Uh, you know, sometimes he gets beat by, you know, vastly superior power forwards down low. Yes, it does happen. Right. But and I I'm mean, not, I'm not even ahead. convinced there's a good move for the Cavs. They seem to be, the rumor is consistently they are looking to trade Kevin Love. And there's even right. like the linking of him being traded for Paul George. Paul George. I'm yeah. not convinced any of this stuff really is going to make th- that big of a difference. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I mean, I think the more likely scenario is uh, LeBron forming <laughs> some nightmare super team somewhere else. Yeah, what are you what are you thinking about all of the Paul George rumors? Um, the one I'm enjoying the most uh, is the uh, Rockets getting him. Yeah, that one is most pleasurable to me. Why? Why pleasurable? Because that team would be uh, Warriors level, interestingly awesome. Yeah, I mean they would have to. I imagine part with some combination of Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson to do that. But and they they wouldn't have nearly the depth that the Warriors have. But that would be fascinating. Yeah, it and would you be- know, like Daryl Morey has said, uh, it, it is an arms race. So you know, get involved or get out of the way. And these these other teams look inclined to get out. Look like they're willing to get out of the way. So Glenn the, and his Glenn and his son are getting out of the way. <laughs> so the big news with Paul George is him, you know, announcing he was going to go to the Lakers next year. But yeah. the, the, the Lakers haven't acquired him. It seems like right. they, maybe they had a chance to do it, uh, but. People were arguing they shouldn't do it. They don't do the Carmelo Anthony situation where you trade out good players and you make your team worse, and then you're not good once you actually get the player. But I feel like there's this rumors a- of Melo to Rockets as well. By the way, which yeah, is I don't, I don't think bizarre. that'd be. I don't think that would be awesome, but it, no. I'd be intrigued. D'Antoni's already had a dose of Carmelo. I can't imagine that. Although D'Antoni clearly has nothing to do with how these players are acquired. By the way, the- I don't know if you read that interview with him, but he's in the dark as much as we are. Oh, that's really interesting. No, the, the Paul George stuff, I think, is really strange because the Lakers cannot offer a attractive package to the Pacers at all anymore. Like the they, Lakers have no, the Lakers have no pieces. Right. Like it, it was going to be. Well, what if you give them like uh, Clarkson and Randall and this twenty-seven and twenty-eight pick or something? But then yeah. they used them. The draft went past. Now you have all these kinds of teams that are poised to give. I think more. You have the Celtics possibly going to give up a future asset and like a a notable wing player or rotation player. You have the Cavs maybe offering Kevin Love. You have the Suns who have suddenly maybe snuck into the argument with future hey, don't assets. Don't the Celtics have one of the Clippers first rounders? Uh, they do. The Suns have a Clippers <laughs> first rounder. However, those those Clippers first rounders are lottery protected, so not a ton. Uh, not a ton <clears throat> has changed there. I always forget to look at the protection, just like my meager, meager penis. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's really I think Paul George remains the most interesting because he said he wants to go to LA, but I don't feel there's a way he makes it to LA this season now. And it's just which team 
is going to commit assets to get him for maybe just one year. I think the Cavs are, in, are an inter- interesting one. And again, like I said, the uh, the Suns who s- have suddenly been rumored, and you might you might not have seen this. You were you were driving. The right. Suns uh, have a meeting set up with Blake Griffin, and they can clear room to sign Blake Griffin. And oh, they, so they, then if, and they have they definitely have a Clippers pick. Right. Well, so then if the yeah. Suns. If the Suns get Blake Griffin, then they could package any number of contracts to the Pacers. They have numerous first. They have a they have two Miami first rounders in the future. <laughs> they have all of their own first rounders, and they could send like either Marquis Chris or Dragon Bender, like Lock and Pickers from last year. Yeah, no, but seriously, to make the salaries work, you would send out like a yeah. Brandon a Brandon Knight and Dragon Bender for Paul George works, and then you could possibly attach two first round picks. And the Suns, Robert Sarver might be nuts enough to do that for Man, one the Suns have so many power forwards what are they doing they well, don't want to see that, if any of them work out that's why you would trade them away because yeah. i mean if you um, could if you could roll out eric bledsoe devin booker well, here, quickly paul george even Blake talk Griffin, about that even further yeah. can you explain to me why you would want to even have a one-year run with paul george do you think you're going to like call his bluff and woo him is that the yes idea? i think i think that's the idea if i'm the Suns, i would not do it because I don't think he would stay. However, maybe you're thinking Phoenix is close enough to L.A. for maybe he, it's the hot weather. He's having fun. And if it is a fun team, I mean, you got to assume Bledsoe, Booker, Blake so Griffin, and Paul George. So you're just hoping that he really wants out of French Lick or wherever the hell it is. Well, that, well that's the thing is he's, I mean, this is all talk of he has stated he's not <coughs> going to resign with the Pacers and they have to move him. And it does seem yeah. like I'm not advocating this should happen, although as a league pass junkie, uh, this should happen. But, yeah. you know, Suns fans know they should probably stick What's to their rebuild. What's the likelihood rebuild. of you ever watching the Pacers play again, ever? Ah, uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I don't dislike them. I, I grew up watching Chuck, Chuck the Rifleman person. person and Reggie Miller playing. I was like, always more of a Wesley the Pea Shooter person guy myself. I Go mean, I even, I even love the... <coughs> or Eagle, excuse me. Right, right, right. <laughs> I even love the uh, Jalen Rose Pacers years. I, I, I was a big fan. So no, I'll, I'll be all right with the Pacers. That team's not a lot of fun though right now. Oh yeah, the, the Pacers are a bit of a mess. Although I'm hoping Miles my Gri- Turner and nothing. My Grizzlies dreams involve convincing the Pacers to do a sign and trade, where the Grizzlies send Troy Daniels and Brandon Wright for CJ Miles, who we then sign for the same amount of money, about about nine million dollars <laughs> a year. That's like my biggest pipe. That is John. That's my pipe dream. I'm scared to know like your plans for the Grizzlies because they'll be so like hyper specific that there's no way you can be happy. No, no, I tweeted. I actually, I, I tweeted them today. I tweeted a screenshot of a Google. I think document. I muted you on Twitter. Yeah, you yeah, know it's smart. It's smart. <laughs> my my extreme dreams are the sign and trade for CJ Miles and then signing James Johnson with our full mid level exception. That's about it. <laughs> there's something so like like bittersweet about that though. Yeah, it seems like we could have had him. We had James Johnson in our clutches. It's like how we had so James. Long. Well, it's like how we had James Ennis on on a minimum salary and then waived him for Ryan Hollins and then had to re-sign him the next year for three million dollars a year. Anyway, what were God, your other takeaways? Suck, man. <laughs> what were your other takeaways from draft night? Do you, can you remember back last week? Oh man, just being completely ecstatic with. Uh, after going starting two and zero with my picks, and then being completely miserable when the oh, next yeah. two went down the drain. Yeah, thanks, you, Phil Jackson. You wagered twice your bank account on, on five yeah. picks, and then uh, then being saved 
by uh, some guy named Justin Jackson, I think, or something like that. <laughs> you were sa- you were saved by Vlade. Yeah. Hey, I like Vlade's draft. Vlade Vlade came through for you. I will say uh, next year, I may- liked it. maybe keep this in mind. Chad Ford's final insider mo- uh, draft board was was five and zero oh on those picks you put in. So I don't know. Are I don't you know. sure that you he didn't just edit them as he went along? <laughs> no, no, no. Because because I I looked him up beforehand. Because I texted him to you. I I said Chad Ford has your bets going three and two. You may have just gotten Chad Ford insider incepted. <laughs> Is there a dreidel spinning on your table right now? It hasn't fallen over. <laughs> That's pretty good. Chad- Chad Ford as played by Tom Hardy. <laughs> uh, I guess last topic we should probably get to. Uh, how did you feel about the end of the How's It Goink era? I mean, I think it's is. Was this some incredible long con by James Dolan to like get JD and the Big Shots back in the hearts of uh, New Yorkers everywhere? I don't understand. I like that perspective. I mean, he has become the good guy all of a sudden. Until Isaiah Thomas comes strolling in. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas tweeting today, I have no interest in working with the Knicks. I'm very happy with the New York Liberty and I NBA I TV. Only, <laughs> I, I really think the only way James Dolan can truly become a hero is if he gave full uh, agency to run the entire team to Charles Oakley. That would be it'd be big of him. That's the only way to, to cover up the... Uh, the, the injustice that it's, occurred earlier this season. It seems like maybe Chauncey <coughs> Phillips would be popular. Like if, if Chauncey oh, Phillips Chauncey's sp- saying no to Cavs, yeah, also hilarious. If Chauncey spurns the Cavs five-year offer, when's the last time someone turned down a five-year GM deal? This Being is a, a pathetic podcast. We shouldn't have talked about any of the news, and we should have made this a, just a schadenfreude-only podcast where we talked about Austin Rivers ruining one franchise, Phil Jackson ruining one franchise, and then exiting as the franchise enters perhaps a different era of ruination. Uh, Miami Heat probably going to try to pick up uh, two guys they shouldn't pick up in Gordon Hayward and Blake Griffin. Uh, I mean, this is all this hilarious stuff is going on, and the only thing that really matters is that the West is somehow getting even better. The West, well, the West is sort <clears throat> of getting better, but we, we have hope of, I have some hope of Blake Griffin, and if Blake and Gordon go East, that'd be huge. We just got to keep Paul... We got to keep unless they go to the same team. Would it be huge? I look at it always as everyone knows. I like Gordon Hayward. I like Blake Griffin, but getting them out of our conference is good because I mean, they're good players. I get, but yeah, but I mean, the Grizzlies and the Grizzlies and jazz. I mean, the thunder and jazz get worse than the Grizzlies. That's all that matters to me. Okay. All right. That's wow. You just gave me a little narrative. I needed. I mean, I mean, the, the, the Timberwolves have jumped up. But it's the uh, it's the Warriors, it's the Rockets, it's the Spurs, then probably the Timberwolves. And I, know, I know those other teams lurking. I know the Blazers maybe have some moves to make. I, but. I, man, so you think Tibbs? You think Tibbs year two is going to be a Timberwolves game changer? I think there's such a giant drop off. Yeah, I mean the Spurs have moves to be to be made. I mean they have to be better, right? I'm but saying just, every other team is kind of worse. Echelon where they are a real threat. Oh, because you know I, we we can call this. In fact, if you'd like, we can call this like the Grizzlies line. Like, wow, that team's pretty good right there in the Western Conference hunt, fourth or fifth. But nobody, nobody. No, I think it's we, gonna we be. Get, a, we get Amin El Hassan every time. <laughs> it's it's uh that's so true. No, I I don't think they're contenders, but I think they have a leg up right. now on most of the other West. 
The West sure. looks. Well, they certainly gave up nothing to get that. So yeah, I'd be inclined to agree. In the in the super team era, uh, everyone looks pretty mediocre, except for the few teams who are actually going for it. And I I salute you guys. Teams actually trying to get better. What a novel. Yeah. What a novel concept. If we had got done like our regular format, I probably would apologize to Daryl Morey. <laughs> That's fair. My my best and worst would have been Austin Rivers. I mean, <laughs> we could we could have done a lot. We could have regular formatted, but then you know we lost Chuck in the battlefield. What what about the what about the Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, Austin Rivers oh. guard triumvirate <laughs> of, of the Clippers? If Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford touch, I think it's going to rip the fabric of our space-time continuum apart. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, I agree. One of them needs one of them needs to grow like a little evil Spock uh, goatee. Do the darkest timeline? Yeah, <laughs> broken the mirror universe. Well, our, our last thing, I guess, we can do a par fadeaway because again, I keep talking about how like this is Christmas. This is just like a Christmas. This is the twelve days of Christmas, brother. This is Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> July 1st is coming when the actual free agency officially starts. And we've getting, already had this opening act. every day for two weeks, and there's a Jewish overlord named Mr. Silver overseeing you. Yeah. This is Hanukkah. What are you are, – are there any big other names that we haven't talked about that you're looking forward to maybe moving? Are there, or are any teams that you have your eye on specifically for free agency? Um, I, I am extremely interested in what the Heat do because – I'm. You know, Certainly, they're not going to try and re-sign their, you know, Dion Waiters and James Johnson type things. They're going to try to sign stars and then and then find some new Dion Waiters and James Johnson uh, guys type guys. So I think that's going to be really fun, uh, especially considering Chuck Sanity and how much uh, like uh, power he he ends up giving whomever they sign because it's going to be Chuck's going to have a jersey. He's going to be praising them. He's going to be breaking down their game. So that's very exciting for me. That gets us back to our roots as a, as a heat fan podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, and hopefully we get some, some broken, sad, scorned heat fans out of all that. I'm really looking forward to the Sixers having the option of kind of breaking free agency. Them and the Kings have so much more money than anybody else. They could just pick like, if they Uh, want someone, they can have the heat, the heat have max level money too. I mean, well, there's some teams yeah. They really can do some damage. Well, I think that the Sixers particularly are interesting because you assume they're going to try to be good. They have what you consider a point guard if they're going to hand it over to Markel Fultz. And so it's just like, do they want to give three years, 70 million to Joe Ingles? They could. Like, do they want, do yeah. they, do they want to give $90 million over four years to JJ Redick? They could. Cause like other teams can't do that so much. And so I, it's going to be curious, like whoever they decide to grab is really going to upset the balance. And then everyone else, all these other players I, are going to be scrambling hear, for I money. Hear, I want to hear Abelo Joe Inglace on uh, JJ Reddick's watch podcast stat. That would be great. All right. Well, those are just a couple of things to look forward to. John, what's uh, what's the rest of your weekend got for you? Oh man. Just going to be refreshing Twitter and our uh, Slack chat f- with a frenzy trying to see where the next, like uh complete league recalibrating trade or, or signing goes. I mean, it's going to be the weirdest off season I can remember easily. Yeah. We're already, we're already well on our way and it has been fantastic. Well, good talking to you, bud. I will, uh, yeah. save travels, have fun, have a happy fourth and I will see you next week. All right. Likewise, do something, Danny Ainge. Do something. <laughs> well said. All right. Thanks you guys for listening. If you want to keep track with us, 
over the next few days of the opening of Free Agency to get all of our true unfiltered thoughts. You can always support our program at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast and join the Slack chat. You're going to get all kinds of awesome reactions from the 40 or so people who are on that. It is a blast around the clock. So I'm really looking forward to going into free agency with those other incredibly crazy basketball fans who support our show. So if you want to get in on that and support us financially, go to patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Fast break break, man. You understand? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.